Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Football Frenzy. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Broadcasting live from Studio 34 in Midtown Manhattan. It is the Fantasy Football Frenzy right here on FNTSY Radio. Corey Parson, the fantasy executive to close the Chris Ventra in a few short moments. My main man, Fantasy Taz, Jim Day. Today on the program, recap all action with Thursday Night Football. Week 2 is underway. Start to get you ready to set your lineups for the second week of the fantasy football season. If you have not got a victory yet, you need to get on that track right now. 844-843-6879, the telephone number. Keep that in your back pocket as you know when the telephone lines open up. We're going to go some more phone calls today. I don't even care what they say because I got to make sure my goon squad is ready for week two of the fantasy football season. So a lot of injury news to get to today. Also, break that stuff down, get you rocking and rolling, ready to go for week two of the fantasy football season. Closer Chris Venture, what's good with you, my man? What's good with you? It's your boy. Here comes the weekend, week two. Don't be worried. All the guys that did bad last week are going to do good this week. Don't uh, worry about I, it. I, I, I hope that is the case, too, because <laughs> I got a couple of cats that I'm putting in my Sammy, starting Sammy. lineup. I don't think he's one of them. He's in, he, I got him in a lineup because I really have no other choice, to be honest with you. Well, that's fine. I think that's, that's where fine. I'm at with Watkins. Is to be, I'm, 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 I'm glad you started off with Watkins all mm-hmm. that way. That's where I'm at with Watkins, that he's going in some of my starting lineups because, you know what, I have no other damn choice. Who, who's like your other choice, like your main other choice? I'll let you know in a couple minutes when, but I, I'll tell that, you when I pull that team up. While you're looking that up, this is, this is my projection for Watkins this weekend against Pittsburgh in the shootout. Six catches, 80 yards, touchdown. That's 20 points in a PPR. Six catches. 80, 80 yards in a touchdown. touchdown. That'll be the best game Tim Watkins has had in three years. He had a game like that last year. When Definitely. He, no, he didn't. He, he, he had monster games last year. He did year. not have no monster games last year. He had eight year. touchdowns last year. He had, eight, he had like one for eight in a touchdown. But he had games where he went off and then complete he duds. Go off. Of course he, had, he had complete He hasn't duds. had a go-off game in like three years right now. Sammy Watkins ain't go off in a minute. Now. Um, so here we go. Let's get ready to get this started. Shout out to my man Gabe Morrissey for holding it down yesterday. Yeah, he did a good job. Probably got y'all up to date and up to speed on the DFS stuff like that. So shout out to uh, Sports Rage, my man Gabe Gabe Morrency or Morency. 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 There you go, right there. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Gabe for holding it down for the kid yesterday. I had to take care of some uh, family business. So now I got that all covered. So now my attention is back on the Goon Squad. Do we have Jim yet? All right. So y'all just no, let Jim? me know when we get Jim up and rolling because. Uh, Got to get into the stuff and get ready for the night. Everybody, um, so before I get into the injuries and break that stuff down, let's talk about last night's football game between the um, Cincinnati Bengals and the Baltimore Ravens. Mm-hmm. I was off on it. I was on the Ravens' money line, whatever the case may be. Ah, yada, yada, yada. So I like what? them too. Yeah. I'm right. with you. 
Now, listen, people are going to start talking up Cincinnati Bengals and Andy Dalton. No. No, no, they're still a fluke. Trust me. Yeah. Andy Dalton is missing September. Good game last night. Not one single person had them in as their starting quarterback in fantasy. If you did, you probably made a mistake and didn't get home in time enough to change the lineup. Uh, A.J. Green, though, he goes off last night. He scores the three touchdowns. When somebody scored three touchdowns, they should have, like, 40 fantasy points. And a PPR, A.J. Green had 29. Because he, really? only, he only caught like, like four passes. Well, it was five for 69, three touchdowns. Yeah. Five for 69, three touchdowns. He can do a little bit better job than that. Yeah. Now, one of the takeaways. I, I, Boyd. I, 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 Ventra. <laughs> Ventra. Your boy. Ventra. Why do they keep acting like I don't know what the F I'm talking about? You're good. When they're going out there drafting damn John Ross. And I'm like, no, Tyler Boyd's the guy. You know what I figured out? You're really good at, 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 at predicting those, those, those late round flyer guys. You're good at that. I'm, I'm good at it all. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, <laughs> I am a wide receiver whisperer. You know what I'm saying? Maybe. I can just look at a wide receiver and how he runs his balls and get out in on his brakes and be like, that guy's going to be good for family. John Ross, you might as well cut John Ross. He's never going to be good. Tyler Boyd going to be a hot hit on the waiver wire. And you could have had him in round 16 a month ago if you listened to the fantasy executive. That's true. He said take the flyer on him. So that's Tyler Boyd, Quincy Inunua, Cole Beasley, and Kenny Stills. It's yeah. week two. Well, I think I should get some credit for Quincy Inunua. All right. You know, I was big on you know, I was big on Inunua. You know that. Yeah, and you were big on Inunua. <laughs> you were big on Inunua. I'll give you that one. I thought you was a Robbie Anderson guy. No, 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 no. You're a new oh, guy. I'm a new guy, yeah. yeah. All right, now, let, let, let's get to the football game. Um, Baltimore Ravens played behind the change a lot of the first half. They pick up the offense a lot in the second half. Um, I had somebody tweet me uh, last night slash this morning about John Brown. I keep, <laughs> Here we go. Keep playing him if you want to. You, disappointment is coming for John Brown owners because John Brown's an effing bum. Uh, he looked pretty good last night, but the thing is, one of those big catches was like in between like three guys' traffic. That could have easily been an incomplete pass or an interception or something. That luckily just fell right into his lap. But, you know, like he's a big play guy, so he's going to be boom or bust. He only had four catches, but they were for 92 yards and a touchdown. If he doesn't catch one or two of those passes, he has a dud. So you want to rely well, on that? Well, when you're starting him, you're not looking for the big eight, seven, eight catch game. When you're starting no, him, you're, you're looking not. for that one shot in the touchdown. I think that's more. I think that's less likely to happen more and more as we go further and they start to roll coverages his way. I thought Michael Crabtree give you what Michael Crabtree gives you for He's the, the most part. He's the main guy there. He's yeah. going to continue to be the main guy. Now, obviously, the thing in situation in Baltimore is the running game. Alex Collins got it going a little bit, but the game script didn't allow for too right. much Alex Collins' work, but he still put up a decent amount in the PPR with his pass catching and stuff like that. Yeah, he did, he did better than Mixon. Um, Mixon only ended up with slightly below 10 points, and Collins had 12 in a PPR. So I watched the whole first half. And what happened was the Ravens kept throwing on first down. And then they'd, and they'd be second and 10 because Flacco can't complete a pass. And then they'd run the ball. So it was an obvious running second and 10 down, and he'd get like two or three yards. He only had nine carries, Collins. And then Buck Allen stole the goal line touch. I don't know what this team's doing. That's Collins enough, is the no, better running back. That's the thing with Baltimore, though. And I give a shout-out to the All-In kid. He's always said this. The back to own in Baltimore is never the back you think it's going to be. Everybody was on Collins. Everybody was on Dixon. Dixon hurt again now. Forget about Dixon. And I still think Collins is the man. But I tell you what, Buck Allen, in the first two weeks of the, of the season, has scored more fantasy points than Allen Collins. He has, yeah. And Buck Allen is on waiver wires. Yeah. Especially PPR because he catches a lot of passes. But he stinks in the run game. He had six carries for eight yards. All right. Six carries for eight yards. He's gar- he 
Collins is a much better runner. Last night, Collins, when he did get his opportunities, he had three catches for 55 yards, and he was breaking tackles, trucking people. Like, the guy's an, a little bulldog. Like, he'll, he'll break, he's strong, man, and he will get it done. He's tough, and he runs hard. He will be a good running back this year. I promise you that. He will be a solid RB, too. Let me ask you, um, before, I bring in, before I bring in Jim Day, mm-hmm. I, I got a, a, a question for the Goon Squad. I'm looking at the, the chat, right, on YouTube, and we have seven likes, and we got two dislikes. Who the F? Was that a mistake? Did somebody hit the thumbs down by accident? <laughs> if we got Trolls. nine people that already been in the chat room giving thumbs up, we got two thumbs down. Who the F is doing that? Lance, can we make sure that the thumbs up way, way, way today outnumber those two thumbs down, those two jackasses that did that? Jim Day, good afternoon, sir. How are you, my man? Hey, guys. How you doing? Uh, sorry. Guess, uh, Can't I'm see you, Jim. Effort. Yeah, I know. We're not, we're not getting any video right now. I'm having technical difficulties, so you just get my lovely voice. Uh, oh, and, and, love and, and then the, sa- love this, the sound of Jim Day's voice always sounds sweet in my ear. Jim, let me get a couple of your observations from the game last night. Let's start with the Baltimore Ravens running, uh, running game. Well, right now, you know, it's, it's pretty clear that, that Buck Allen is a guy you want to have. Uh, look, wow. I, I mean, I still like Alex Collins. Uh, you know, he, he had a couple of nice runs last night, but they're just not giving him enough touches. Uh, I do like the fact that he got the, the four targets and got the three receptions. That helps him a little bit. Uh, but Buck Allen, you know, had seven targets. He also got the, the rushing touchdown. And as long as he's stealing those goal line touches, that's really going to hurt Alex Collins' value. Jim, I, I don't think that could be a thing. I, I can't see that continuing. Buck Allen getting the goal line work. When, when Collins is more of the in-between-the-tackles type runner, it doesn't make sense. Buck Allen is not as it good does of a running make back. Sense. It does make sense when you add in the fact that they're worried about Collins putting the ball oh, on the ground. Yes, that, that's the issue with Collins is fumbling. But it hasn't really been a big issue. Last week he fumbled, but before that he didn't really have a big issue with it except for like a couple of years ago. It, it really hasn't been that big of an issue with him like last year until week one where he had a fumble, of course, and they pulled him right away. But I think you'll see him eventually get going and, and really get a lot of touches. That was the problem. It was touches because he did a lot of work with the touches he got. Well, they he had 90 behind, yards. They were behind the chains a lot. lot. He had 90 he yards and 12 touches. He, had, he averaged 3.9 yards a carry. Let's not let's But not he had, But he also it. had three catches like for 55 yards. yards. carry. He had a he had an okay game, but I wouldn't have wanted him in my starting lineup after the fact. Why twelve points? I'll take it from my RB two. From your RB two, all your all your I'll flex. Take it from my flex, exactly. <laughs> I mean, uh, like, but to, I'll take twelve. Like the way it, it went with his touches, I'm okay with twelve right now. If you got a good lineup and Collins is, let's say, you know, possibly just a little bit better than your flex, he would be a flex if if. Uh, he wasn't your RB2. So you're talking about one of the worst guys in your starting lineup. I'm okay with it. You know what I'm saying? 12 points from one of the worst guys in your starting lineup is okay. And, and you're off to a decent start for your week. Put it like that. Yeah. Jim, when we look at the other side of the football and the Cincinnati Bengals, were you impressed or satisfied last night with Joe Mixon's performance? Uh, not really. I, I expected more. I mean, he, he averaged four point yards a carry. I mean, that's okay. But I, I, I did expect more, even against what was considered a decent Baltimore uh, rushing defense. I, I, I like him. He had some good runs. He did did enough that way. I'd like love to see them get him more involved in the passing game. Even a you know a few targets a game is, is better than one. 
but the big takeaway I come away from Cincinnati is we can all stop wondering who the number two is excuse me one second Jim if I, if I don't mind if I stand down for a second Jim we was we didn't have to worry about that Jim because I told you that a month ago Corey, I don't remember you ever stamping your foot hard enough to say, hey, look, you might have mentioned him a couple of times, but it's not like you ever sit there and say, Tyler Boyd is the guy to have. He's got to have it. After John, after bum-ass John Ross <laughs> scored that touchdown in the preseason, and everybody was going crazy on John Ross, you said I was Tyler like, Boyd. slow down. It's Tyler Boyd, Jim. Yeah. Can we play the tape back? Ramona? Yeah, Jim, Jim he, did, he, did, uh, he did speak up Tyler Boyd. I, oh, I've already he really heard did. Frank the Tank take credit for I'm this the one, today. You know what I'm saying? I'll admit I'm the one who said John Ross over Tyler Boyd. So Look, I, I don't. don't John Ross I'm is teasing. a guy I've never well, been you, John, anyway. Yeah. Tyler Boyd is a guy that I was ho-hum about, and I'll take that. I'm okay with that. Um, you know, he stepped up nine targets last night. was nice, uh, and I like that, and I hope that trend continues because right. I do have him on a few squads. Nice. But uh, I don't remember anybody beating the table about him. Sorry, Corey. You might have mentioned a few times, but we mentioned everybody. So stop taking credit. Not like Ben Watson. I remember with Jim. No, yeah, no, Jim didn't beat the table for Ben (laughs) Ben Watson. Watson, But I was to say, leave John Ross on the damn draft board and go get Tyler Boyd with your seventh, sixteenth round pick. Neither here nor there. Anyway, all right. So here we go. Now Tyler Boyd is the guy, and he's going to be a hot ticket in Fab because if you even if you have a Friday night Fab, you can't pick him up tonight because he already played. Yeah, it'll be a hot Fab ticket next Wednesday. Another hot Fab ticket next. Somebody, somebody, they cowling me. Um, another hot fab ticket next Wednesday will be um, another hot fab ticket next Wednesday will be uh, Buck Allen if he's still out there and available. Now, uh, somebody wanted to mention about tonight's fab uh, run. If you have a, a league where they run fab on Friday night, where you can uh, um, hop in there and scoop somebody up on the Yeldon. Uh, but, uh, Yeldon's probably owning a lot of leagues. Okay, for the most part, and I don't think it's time to go get uh, Edo Smith yet. The backup running back in Atlanta. I think Tevin Coleman gets that work this weekend. Jim, it looks like we're going to miss Devontae Adams in his only week two, son. Yes, we, it does look that way, and that's not a good sign. And definitely a good sign for uh, for Coleman. He's going to get a lot of work. And every Geronimo. time he's been asked to step in and be that number one, he's done a great job. So I really like him this week if well, Freeman doesn't play. Uh, Jim, actually, um hate to do di- Correct you here, but the year that Jordy Nelson missed the entire season, Cobb was awful. Awful that year. Was he Didn't hurt? do anything. Wait, 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 wait. How did, how did we get to Cobb? Yeah, that's Is that who you were talking about? Where you just saying Cobb? It's my Tevin Coleman. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought you said like, Cobb. Wait, what, what the heck are we talking about? Because <laughs> you said Devontae uh, Adams. Yeah. I said Devontae Freeman. Oh, oh did, okay. You uh, did say yeah, Adams. Yeah, I, I was before. talking about Freedom. I might have said Adams, but I was talking about oh, Freedom. My bad. Sorry about that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we got <laughs> confused. Yeah. Off guard too, so I caught you off guard. You caught me off guard back. I'll tell you one other thing I'll, I'll take away from this game that right now it seems like uh, Tyler Eifert may not even be the number one tight end on his team, uh, much less somebody you can count on in fantasy. Uh, they definitely trotted Azuma out there a ton. Yeah. I mean, they both ended up with the same number of targets, but it sure seemed to me like Azuma was running more routes. I, I have to see those numbers. I haven't had a chance to look yet. Yeah, Eifert's plummeting. I mean, he didn't get any, like, he got nothing. No looks, targets. Like, this. it looks like the wep- Boyd stepped up to be the number two weapon and, and other guys. He, he used multiple tight ends. Like you said, Azuma and the other one, Croft. So, I don't know. I think Eifert's uh, bench. All right, so right on quick, the bench. Let's, let's circle back to the conversation we were just having. 
Um, my bad. I did say Devontae Adams. The Goon Squad has checked me. I did say Devontae Adams. That's right. <laughs> Devontae Adams is not out this week. He's banged up. He got he's bang, he got his, he got his, he has a banged up shoulder, mm-hmm. but he said he feels good, so he should be good to go. One thing, and this is another reason why I was advocating pulling Devontae Adams into the first round. Because Adams get banged up and guess he what he fights. does? Yeah, he plays. He plays. He may not practice, but he plays. So I, I, I love Devontae Adams, and um, I'm gonna go through. It may some- not matter much if Roger doesn't. Pl- Rogers doesn't play. Jim, last year when uh when, when when Huntley was the quarterback, Adams was still getting work. Adams is like quarterback proof. <laughs> yeah, but Deshaun Kaiser, he just likes to hand the ball to the the defense. Oh, that's true. He too. fumbled a lot. He got crushed. Yeah, when he came in. <laughs> that is true, too. I love the under. Khalil Mack just came up and touched him on the shoulder. He just turned around and said, here, you can have the ball. Yeah, he dropped I it quick. I love the under in Minnesota and Green Bay this week. What is it? I love the under. I believe it's 46 and a half. Okay. I love the under in that game. I don't think the Vikings, Um, I think it's a low-scoring game. I don't think the Packers score over 17 points. I got a question for you. Oh, what's up? When did you get a line for them? Wait, I got to ask this. When did you get a line for them? Because I've been looking all day since I got back. I I saw saw, saw an original total this morning. I was looking at something this morning, and I saw the total. Mm. Um, so, uh, and that was just this morning. Let me, um, well, I'll check on that in the break. Quick question. Yo, yo. Would you start the Vikings D? Yeah, I would start the Vikings D. Yes, okay. Because I have them a lot. I don't care if they're playing the, um, the, the the great Minnesota Vikings offense of Randy Moss and them cats. I'm starting them. Yeah? Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, Every they, week. They, they get right. too much work. Um, They get too much work, and they can turn the football over. Real, quickly, yeah. Every, a, real, a real stout defense. So we got a couple things right there out the way. Look at that. Hey, so here we go. Future Friday, FNTSY Radio, Fantasy Football Frenzy. So let's yeah. get this started right here. Pavona, flip the switch. Open up the phone lines, 844-843-6879. You got sit start. You can get in there and handle that right now. So that's 844-843-6879. When we come back, we'll go through some fantasy pros, consensus rankings uh, at the running back position. Try to get a feel on what the guys think about what the experts think. It's the Fantasy Football Frenzy on the Friday. Let's get it, get it, get What's it. What's the most important thing you can do today? How about swab to save a life? Every three minutes in the United States, a person is diagnosed with a blood cancer like leukemia. Bone marrow transplants give patients a new lease on life, but 70% of them must rely on a stranger for one. You can help. Register with DKMS to become a donor. You'll receive a swab kit in the mail, swab your cheeks, send the samples back, and you're good to go. Take the first step. Become a hero. Register today at DKMS.org. Minute. Hey. Jump man, jump man, jump man, jump man, jump man, jump man. man. Fantasy football frenzy, FNTSY radio. Rocking with Fantasy Taz, my main man to close. I'm the fantasy executive, Corey Parson. You want to get involved, telephone numbers 844-843-6879. Got those phone lines open right now, 844-843-6879. Right quick, a couple pieces of news right quick, and then we'll get, uh, I got a couple questions for y'all. Ben Roethlisberger back at practice today. Nothing to worry about. You know how Ben Roethlisberger do. You know, he's tried to be Willis Reed every damn week. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Um, he's a phony. Yeah, he is a phony. Uh, let me see what else. Uh, uh, Leonard Fournette is questionable. He's going to be a game-time decision. So Sunday morning, we'll have the information for you. Don't forget, Sunday mornings, the programming kicks off right here at 8 a.m. Eastern time. Taz, Blewett, and Angle in the morning. Then at 10, p.m., 10 a.m. Uh, is, is me, Blewett, and Gabe. 1 o'clock, we go live. 
uh, fantasy football game day live. That's going to be me and Venture this week. Mm-hmm. Homie Chris Venture going to come in and hold it down with me this week. And then, but, but basically, the bottom line is this. When you wake up Sunday, turn the damn network on because we got you covered. You know what I'm saying? And we'll get you up to date. And this is better than anything else on television that you can watch on the cable networks, anything right now. We're doing a better job. Damn right. So we'll get you the latest on Fournette come Sunday morning. Uh, so that'll happen, too. He's questionable right now. So TJ Yeldon, dudes. If you got him, you may have a starter on your hand this week. Devonta Freeman likely out for week two. Already starting to happen with Devonta Freeman with these injuries. Tevin Coleman owners, this is what you've been waiting for. And it only took you to week two to get here. Coleman is a, I, I, Coleman is a must play this week. Uh, Mike McCartney says Aaron Rodgers is feeling better. Don't have to worry about that. Hey, ladies. Don't What's have that? to worry about that. Uh, I like this headline right here. Sam Donald says that, Quincy and Nunwa is awesome to throw to. <laughs> I got a question for both of you guys. A lot of decisions I got on my hands this week. Okay. Rank these three for me. And Goon Squad, you can participate also. Rank these three in the PPR okay. for week two. Chris Hogan, Quincy and Nunwa, and um, Geronimo Allison. Geronimo! <laughs> you want to go first, Jim? Sure, why not? I'll go easy with this. I'm going to take a Nunwa first. I'm going to take Hogan second. I'm going to take Allison third. And I can't really give you a reason why I like Hogan second. I just think, I told you last week, it's just Bill Belichick's mind. Uh, You know, everybody thought Hogan would do stuff last week. Didn't do anything. Everybody's going to be off Hogan this week. Belichick is going to just find him the ball all game in this one. It's It's just Belichick is in my head. And Right now, I think he's in the defense's head, too, so I wouldn't be surprised if Hogan comes away with a good game this week. That's okay. interesting. Hogan would be – right now, I'm looking at Hogan last. Hogan scared the spit out of me uh, 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 last week, to be 100% honest with you, yeah. with that with that poor game. But Jim could Jim could 100% be yeah. right. They might flip it on him this week. I think Jalen Ramsey sees, sees a lot of gronk, whatever. But the thing about it is it doesn't matter. That whole secondary in Jacksonville is nice. And all of them are more athletically skilled. Than Hogan, but I do think the Patriots are will roll and win that game. So I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm. Wait, it's, uh, it's, it's going to be. A, that's going to be the last line decision I make. Are you this picking week. one? I have to pick one. I can't get one. In my line it, it should be a noon one, hands down. I really? Yes. Hands down. Yes. Don't even trip off it. Don't even trip off of it. I'd start a noon. Uh, yeah, I, I agree, but that was with Rodgers, and we still don't know if Rodgers is going to play. Nobody knows if Rodgers is going to play. Yeah, there's weapons there too. You know, yeah, if Rodgers plays, then that changes a little bit. But, you know, even if Rodgers plays, you have to worry against that defense whether or not he lasts. Yeah, and not only that, you know. And that, that's a concern. Cobb, and that, they have beat him up before, Jim. You're right. And you would think Cobb and uh, Adams are going to get more targets. It's just simply the targets. And Newman's going to get more targets than Allison. Even though Allison might be, you know, a more. let's say he is a more talented guy in the future. But right now, Anunwa's going to get more targets, and that's what you want. Anunwa's very good, as you saw in the game that he played. He looked healthy. He's ready to go. All right, eight four four eight four three six. When, go ahead, Jim. No, and I was going to say, when you add in the fact that a rookie quarterback feels comfortable throwing to him, you can bet that rookie car- quarterback is going to be searching for him yeah. wherever he is on yep. the field. Perfect example, Jim. Andrew Luck's rookie year. Every single time he dropped back to pass, he Dallas threw, Clark, he threw Reggie Wayne, <laughs> and Dallas Clark had <laughs> been Dallas retired. Yeah, <laughs> Dallas Clark. When did he retire? That was Peyton Manning's rookie that year. That was his guy. Yeah, that was his guy. <laughs> Andrew Luck's rookie year, he threw the ball to Reggie Wayne every single time he dropped back. Mm. Um, Derrick Henry is ticked off about his uh twenty touch opener 
uh, Ventra. As he should be. I'm ticked off about it, too. Yeah. But I think that was a weird game script, to be honest with you. I think he bounces back nice in week two. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, something that I didn't even really know, because I didn't watch that game particularly. It was because a I didn't brain have delay for 10 hours. Right, exactly. Uh, he had a big 60-yard run that got called back for holding. Like, this is what Henry brings to the table. So if he gets even just 15 carries, you know what I mean? He's going to pop off for one big run, and I'm sure he's going to get into the end zone at some point in this game. So I, I wouldn't be worried. I'm going to plug him in as a flex or an RB2 even. I, I have to in one league. So What do you think, Jim? Yeah, no, I I like him this week too. You know, once you start getting all that stuff going on in the news and people, yep. you know, griping, it, it's the same old thing. The squeaky wheel gets the, the grease. So they're going to try and keep him more involved, get him back to being happy. Uh, right quick, Don in the chat, um, Goon Squad member Don in the chat. This is an interesting one right here too, Don. This is a, this line decision I had to make in one of my teams because you know I own all these guys because I told you all already. Oh, I see it. Uh, Quincy Anumo. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Quincy Anumo or Kenny Stills? Anumo. I'll go Stills. Two boomer bust for me. It... Well, but I like Stills too. I, I got look Anumo. We talked about it last week. What we saw is probably his ceiling. I mean, once in a while, he'll get a touchdown, and he'll blow that ceiling away, but it's not going to be that often. Right. Uh, he's right. going to be a guy who catches 77 passes for 70 yards on a good week, and that's good. 14 points, he'll take that. Uh, Stills definitely has the chance to catch touchdowns, uh, but he does have a tougher matchup going against the Jets defense than Anunwa does going against the Miami defense. Uh, but, you know, I think Anunma is the safer play. I think Stills is the go-for-it upside play. All right, go ahead. I, I, I disagree just a little bit because I think that Anunma could be bigger than just that. Uh, like I said, I think his ceiling is a little higher than you think. I think his ceiling could be as high as a Kenny Stills ceiling because a Kenny Stills ceiling is what? Four or five catches, 100-plus yards, and a touchdown? I, I, I think Anunma could have like eight, like okay, seven or eight catches. Points. Right, but I think Anunma could make up for it by having more catches, maybe a little less yards, Plus the touchdown, so that's a See, very similar ceiling. This is me. what I, this is what I don't want. That's not what you were saying the other day. What do you mean? I'm pretty sure we could roll back tape and hear you saying, "Well, that's a Nunwa's ceiling." Just the other day. No, that was Cole Beasley. <laughs> oh, that was Cole Beasley. <laughs> <laughs> that's Cole Beasley. <laughs> Cole Beasley, another person I like as a flex in the PPR this week. Cole Beasley normally does have very good games against the New York Giants when he's out there and playing well. Um, here's the thing. I'm not tripping off of Devontae Parker ever when it comes to Kenny Stills. The reason why I had to love for Kenny Stills is because of all the targets that Jarvis Landry left behind. So the Stills love has nothing to do with Devontae Parker not being there. Devontae Parker's an effing stiff. 844-843-6879. And let's go to the phones and crack the seal with my man, Leroy and San Antonio. Leroy. What's up, Leroy? Hey, what's up? Hey, what's going on, guys? How you guys doing? Chilling, chilling. What's good with you? How can we help you, Leroy? Uh, okay, so I have a defensive question. I, I know you guys are talking about the Vikings, um, but I also have the Bears. Uh, so what's your take on that? I start the Vikings defense over the Bears defense. Yeah, I'm, I, but don't, he, get me, don't get me wrong. Roquan Smith and uh, Khalil Mack. That's a that, that's beast. That's, they look crazy. At the no, that's that's game. wild. Yeah. I I get it. You, I trust me. I get it. But then they. But blew I'm it. just so I'm, I, the Minnesota Vikings are just they're just locked in as the best. But I think he's asking, would you start the Bears D? Is the question? What I st- over in the general Vi- over in the general. Vikings? No, D? in general, in general. Oh, in general, yeah, I start the Bears D, but would I start them over the Vikings D? I'm not sure that. What would you, would you? I don't think so. Would you, Jim? Yeah, no, not this week. I, you know, even if Rodgers plays, I'm starting the, the Vikings defense. Yeah. I think they just 
dare them to to try and beat him with the run and just bring everybody against Rodgers. Mm-hmm. All right, there you go right there. You good, Leroy? Appreciate it. 844-843-6879. Tom is in Florida. Tom, what's cracking? Yo, what up, man? How you doing? What's good with you, Tom? What up? So I got a little dilemma at my flex, right? It's a point five PPR. Alright. I gotta pick between um I gotta pick between Chris Thompson, AP, Corey Davis, and Kenny Galladay. Chris Thompson, Adrian Peterson, mm-hmm. Corey Davis, and Galladay. And Kenny Galladay. Yes, Interesting. This is a half point PPR. Galladay. Yeah. It's not Galladay. It will be okay, Galladay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. I like Chris Thompson, to be honest with you, in the halfway PPO. I just like the workload Sun gets. I, I really do. And I think this is going to be an yeah, up-and-down game. Huh? I'm not worried about the goal line. I'm, I, like, I like the seven catches. That's what I like from Chris yeah, Thompson. And, and, and that's Alex Smith's game. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. Corey Davis dynamic also – you to got me, good problems. To you got me, good it's, problems. Between Corey, it's between Chris Thompson and Corey Davis. What do you think, Jim? I don't know why you guys are ready to shut out Kenny Galladay. Galladay. Uh, 12 targets last week. He had seven catches for 114 yards. I'm not so sure. I I'm just don't to... trust I think that's because they were getting blown out, though. You know, mostly because they're getting blown out, so you have to throw so much Stafford, which he will throw a lot anyway. I mean, but that's Stafford what the Lions do. throws a lot. Yeah, no yeah. I mean, it happens anyway, yeah. <laughs> but, but I think that the, the safer bet is probably still Corey Davis or, or, or Chris Thompson. I think I agree with Corey. Look, there. I, I, I like Chris Thompson. I, I, I would play Chris Thompson this week over Peterson. Uh, I'll say that. Mm-hmm. Um, just because he will definitely be involved in the passing game, and we know that a passing back is worth more than a ru- rushing back, even with Peterson getting the goal line carries. Yep. Mm-hmm. As far as Galladay goes, I mean, Detroit is going to throw in this one against San Francisco. They're going to have a much harder time trying to establish the run. Blount looking like he's going to play again, so we might see a three-headed monster again from the, the running backs, but they're not going to do much of anything against San Francisco. So Detroit's going to have to throw. I'm not ready to give up on Galladay. Look, Corey Davis got targets, still didn't do much. I think Galladay is the play. Oh, yeah? You're comfortable with throwing him in over those guys? Okay. There you go right there. Sorry we couldn't get you a unified answer, but there goes three opinions. Those are good problems. There goes three opinions, Tom. Um, Check back in on Sunday morning, and I might change my mind. Once I get in here. You know how you make those problems go away? Trade somebody. No, (laughs) play best ball. Ah, oh, there you go. You play basketball. Or have bigger is, rosters. A lot of people don't like to get – I mean, you know, you, you, everybody likes to have leagues where they set lineups and stuff like that. So, yeah. I, so I get that. Um, Strategy. All right, listen. We about to go to Jake in Dallas, right? Jake this, Dallas. this is a big, big week because the Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys play the New York Giants, and the loser of the game is going to We're be on one. Yeah. And, I, and I swear, I, Jake, do not – please, Jake. Do not let me down. All right, all right. <clears throat> Let's go to my man Jake in Dallas. Jake, how about them Cowboys? How about them Texans? Unfortunately, Corey, I'm not a Cowboy. I can't believe this. Uh, can't Giants believe fan? This. Giants yeah. fan? No, he's not a Giants fan. Hell no. <laughs> he don't like football. He just plays just like his fantasy team. What up, Jake? <laughs> So I got, I got two quick questions for you. Um, since you're the wide receiver master. Yes, and no, I'm, I'm the wide receiver um, whisperer. <laughs> you missed that, Jim? Should I be worried about the Brandon Cooks and uh, possibly Patrick Peterson uh, matchup? Brandon Cooks going up against double P Patrick Peterson. See, here's the thing. I look at it, and I understand Patrick Peterson's an excellent cornerback, one of the top but he in could the get NFL. Beat. I just look at it like, 
Okay, what you going to do? Sit him? Can you really sit Brandon Cooks? Brandon Cooks popped the top on the defense probably better than any wide receiver in the NFL right now. Could he have a tough matchup? Yes. I'm never going to be – see, one of the reasons why I don't own a lot of shares of Brandon Cooks is because I'm never going to be comfortable benching him. And it's going to be some right. reason you'd be like, I wish he was on my bench. Yes. yes. So I, I'm not, I can't bench Brandon Cooks because the matchup is tough, Jim. Yeah, no, it's, it is tough to do that. I mean, even last week, didn't have the greatest game, five for 87, but he definitely got behind that defense on two deep uh, passes that would have been nice passes if not for pass interference. So that definitely kept the, the defense, you know, the offense moving. Um, you know, I, I hate those kind of pass interference calls because it takes money out of our pockets. Yes, it does. Yep, you're right. But, yep. But the fact that he gets back there and makes those guys have to do that on a continual basis just shows how much he gets by them. And I, I love Patrick Peterson as a back, no doubt about it. He's one of the most talented in the league, I think. But everybody can be beat when you have somebody like Cooks who runs the routes that he can run. And he fly, absolutely flies. Yeah. My problem is, though, that like Cooper Cup had a better week last week. He was the one who got the, you know, the touchdown. And you don't know, because Wood, Wood's got a couple of shots deep, too, if I, you know, if I recall in that game. But he missed them, Goff. So, uh, like, these three wide receivers are all very good. I know Cooks has the you know, propensity to pop the most. But, I, I don't know. Like, if you have a guy that you think is more solid and safer and your lineup's already stacked, then I would go with the safer guy. If you don't, then throw Who's him in Who's safer there. than Cooks? I have... Like, I have uh, Josh Gordon, Chris Godwin, and uh, Devin Funches on that bench. See, like Funches and Gordon, I would go with over over Brandon. I Cook. wouldn't start Gordon over him. Gordon's Fun- going to get loved this week. Funches is okay. Funches is interesting because Funches is going to get all of that. When Olsen went down last that year, was it. Funches, that, Funches yeah. stepped up. I just don't, Jim. I don't know if I could put. I don't. I, it's not that I can't start Funches over Cooks. I just can't bench Cooks. <laughs> Why? Well, yeah, it is have- tough. Go ahead. I do have Freeman, who who's not playing this week, so I have a flex spot open as well. Oh my! What, what the hell? Are we so doing? then you're starting oh two. Who's your number one wide receiver? Oh my yeah. God. <laughs> uh, <laughs> We're sitting here racking our brains, and he's like, "Well, I got another spot." Who's your Who's your number one wide receiver? <laughs> Michael Michael Thomas. Okay, so you're stacked there. Yeah, I I, I would honestly I, I would have to throw Gordon in there. You gotta throw. I think at this point you're gonna just have to start throwing him in there. He's going to get a lot of love now. He's going to play. He's on no pitch count or whatever, snap count. He's going to play a lot. And I think, obviously, the other guy is – these guys say Cooks, but I would still go with um, – who's the other guy? I forget now. <laughs> Funches. Funches, yeah, Funches, yeah. Those uh, are the two I go with. You would go with Funches over Cooks? Yes, I would go Funches and Josh Gordon. Over Cooks. I think so, yeah. See, I, 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 yeah, if you're going to start Gordon, I want Cooks in there as well. Uh, Go for that, the super that extra big week. Benefit. Yeah. <laughs> yep. All right, so, I do. I, I want that. We help you as we can. I like that, um, uh, Jake. 844-843-6879. If you have an open spot on your roster, let us know that, too. Uh, let's go to my man Chris in the Chicago. Chris in the Shy. Shy Town, what up? What's going on? What's good with you, Chris? What's cracking? Uh, not much, guys. I got two questions, if I can. I got a trade question and a flex. All right. Uh, who do you like for flex? Uh, Cooper Cup, Larry Fitz, um, Coleman, or Aguilar? What's the What's the scoring? What's the scoring? Oh, that's uh, PPR tempting. Uh, uh, Tevin Coleman. Tevin Coleman. Yeah. Tevin Coleman. Yeah. Tevin Coleman. Okay. Um, and then I got a trade question. Uh, Hold on. Let me get that. Is that unanimous, I'm, Jim Coleman? Oh, 
Yeah, Freeman does it like Coleman's going to be in all my lineups. Yep. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Go ahead with the trade question. All right, cool. Um, now uh, I'm trying to get Roy, Roy um, after it's, you know, not so good of a performance uh, point wise. Um, would you trade Larry Fitz for Royce Royce and uh, Numa or Cooper Cup for Royce Royce and Numa? Who's Royce Freeman you're talking about? He's saying Royce, he wants to, he's going to yeah. try to get Royce Freeman and Quincy Anunua and trade away either Cooper Cup or Larry Fitzgerald. Wait a minute, right? I quick. would probably trade Fitzgerald. Who are, you, who are you trading, Chris? Larry Fitz or Cooper Cup. I would trade Larry Fitz. Yeah, I would keep Cooper Cup. I would keep Cooper Cup. There you go right there. 844-843-68. My man, we got to get ready to go to break. Good looking out, Chris. Keep it real out there. Keep it a buck out there in Chi-Town. We come back on the other side. Uh, Some more of your phone calls. Let me look at some more of these consensus rankings. It's the Fancy Football Frenzy on a Friday. Let's get it. Yeah. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Yeah, fantasy football frenzy on a Friday. Yeah, it's the Friday night anthem right here. I don't care if they real sisters. <laughs> <laughs> Two at a time. Eight four four eight four three sixty eight seventy nine. Getting it in right here on FNTSY Radio Fantasy Taz. The closer Chris Venture, the fantasy executive Corey Parson. Um, I'm gonna hop into some of these uh rankings right quick. Take a couple look over a couple things that caught my eye on the consensus rankings. Ask the homies about it, and then we'll get to your phone calls and get ready to say goodbye to each other. But we're not even really saying goodbye to each other. We'll be right back on Sunday. So I'll be here. I gotta do some I gotta do a show with Joe Galena tomorrow too. From one to four. They work me like a dog, you know what I'm saying? But it is what it is. It's fantasy football. You time. love it. You love so, it. So, you know what I'm saying? Put a microphone <laughs> in my face and I try to help you as much as I can. Joe Galena is gonna be driving that show tomorrow. Because I, I, you know, it's just a lot for me. You know, yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? yeah. I'm, I'm, listen, I'm only one person. Energy. Yeah, I'm only one person. Benjamin, you got a word from Bet DSI? Yeah, I got a word from Bet DSI. Here we go. Bet DSI is celebrating 20 years as the industry's biggest and safest betting site. They have great customer service and fast, easy payment of winnings. You can play virtually every sport at Bet DSI with hundreds of wagering options, including live in-game wagering on all major sporting events, where you can make your play at any time during the game. Use promo code FNTSY. Bet DSI is offering up to a thousand dollar bonus on your first deposit. So use promo code FNTSY and try Bet DSI today. That's BetDSI.com, promo code FNTSY. Head on over and start winning today, baby. All right, so there you go right there. Um, wide receiver rankings, consensus fantasy pros, Antonio Brown, Michael Thomas, Julio Jones, D-Hop. You know the particulars uh, up at the top of the list. Where are you getting this from? Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster is the 12th-ranked wide receiver expert consensus on fantasy pros this week. I like Smith-Schuster a lot this week in the game against KC. You never put Smith-Schuster on your bench anyway. My man Emmanuel Sanders, wide receiver 15, amongst the consensus rankings. Uh, Jim, Nelson Aguilar is ranked wide receiver 22. 
And, you know, I understand Aguilar had the breakout year last year, off to a good start this year. I just can't bring myself to draft Nelson Aguilar. So I don't own him nowhere. And I put a couple of DFS lineups together. I can't even put some in DFS lineups. I'm just not a Nelson Aguilar guy. What am I missing about Aguilar? Look, I, look. last week he, he caught a lot of passes, no yards. I get that. But that was a tough game management game. I think this week that changes. I think he still gets a ton of targets. I think this week he gets some yardage. So I actually do have him in, in one of my, well, at least one of my uh, DFS lineups for the week. So I, I kind of like it. All right. Yeah. Um, another player interesting on the list is Chris Godwin, uh, expert consensus ranked wide receiver forty one. Um, Godwin, if Deshaun Jackson is out with this concussion, like we think he will be, Chris, mm-hmm. I, Godwin to me has got to be. I would play Godwin over Robbie Anderson. Uh, oh, absolutely, without a doubt in my mind, without a doubt. Well, wait, uh, we act know, like we only saw. Look, I, I I have nothing against Robbie Anderson. It's only because Darnold is clearly looking for a new one. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, Robert Anderson didn't get much looks at all. He had last a TD. Week. He did have one play, forty-one yards of TD. He got mm-hmm. you ten points. Great. Uh, but that doesn't thrill me when one guy catches one pass for a touchdown. It just doesn't thrill me. Right. Uh, in a, any way, shape, or form, until Darnold gets focused enough to where he can bring him into the game plan and not look just for Onunwa, I say you got to put him on the bench until he proves otherwise. Right. I understand what you're saying. My thing with Godwin is here to play devil's advocate is that, first of all, Deshaun Jackson was not the number one wide receiver on this team anyway. Um, and he was getting – Ryan Fitzpatrick loves Was loving – right, yeah. right. That doesn't mean he's going to love Godwin, one. Two, has Godwin really ever proven anything? Like anything ever? I, I don't Absolutely. think so. Every time he stepped up to the plate, he's done well. I know, but he's Every never really he's compiled. He, he's never really compiled like a like a nice season or or anything like that. It's the second year. I, I understand that, but yeah, <laughs> no, no, wait, no, no. Wait, I don't no, think it's wait, his wait, second let me, year. Let me backtrack here. Second year. Let, let me backtrack to mission? another second year. Another second year player that hasn't really done much except he had a couple of good games last year. But Chris loves, uh, oh. and that's Collins. But you bring in Godwin, who had a few good games last year, hasn't really done much this year, that you hate. I, I'm, I'm Actually, Colin, Collins is uh, longer than, than his second year. He's been around for a while. He was on Seattle. He got drafted by oh, Seattle. Oh, yeah, that's right. He did such a great thing there. So this, <laughs> this is his third year, Collins, actually. All right, but this is Godwin's second season. <laughs> but, so basically, here's the thing. I don't trust Mike him, Evans can't get every target. We right. didn't really see either tight end get involved. But in maybe they won. do now. This that's is the question. This is going to be a shootout. Godwin's a good play this week. You disagree? I, I wouldn't feel comfortable throwing. If there's other guys, like it depends on who All you right, got. So let me, I'm, 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 I'm going to give you an example. Give me an example. Godwin or Chris Hogan? I'd go Hogan over Godwin. Godwin or Robbie Anderson? Well, we already asked you that one. Godwin or, well, obviously, clearly Funches. Godwin or Tyler Lockett? Godwin. Godwin or Pierre Garçon? Godwin. Godwin or Keelan Cole? Keelan Cole. Godwin or Sterling Shepard? Sterling Shepard. I think Godwin or Tay Gay Jr.? Godwin. Godwin or Mike Williams? Mike Williams. Jim, I asked you that same question. Godwin or Mike Williams? 
I'm, I'm going Mike Williams. You know, I'm going Mike Williams. <laughs> we're all going to go. Mike. Godwin, I am going. I am going to ride Mike Williams until he bucks me off. All right, <laughs> right there. There you have it. All right, well, there you go. Jim with a, a very uh, honest <laughs> commentary right there. Um, Godwin or Kelvin Benjamin? Godwin. I'm afraid of that. Buffalo uh, yeah, I like Godwin right more this week with with Mariota looking like he's going to play. I like Godwin more this week. Look, I like Godwin. I think he's a good wide receiver. I think if they get him more chances, he will definitely do more with it. Uh, you know, Benjamin. Right now, it's so hard to trust the, the Bills with anything. They may bounce back a little from last week, but right now, it's so hard to trust any of them. Godwin or Will Fuller? Fuller, if he's playing, yeah, if he's healthy. Interesting one. If I think, Fuller steps on the field, I'm playing Fuller. All right. So I, 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 that's interesting. And I, I think I can agree with you guys on that. Godwin or Brandon Marshall, last one. Marshall. I'm going with Marshall just for the TD chances. And I like Marshall, thing. too. You, you know, like, that's the thing. Like, Godwin's not in your starting lineup week one because you didn't draft him to be in your starting like, lineup week one. I don't see why he goes into your starting lineup week two unless someone because in your starting Deshaun lineup. Jackson's not playing. I get that. But only if the guys in your starting lineup either had a really, really, really bad week or something happened where it's going to affect their play negatively. I don't see why you play. Like, I like to stick with my core guys every week until like week three or four and you see, all right, this guy's busted for three weeks in a row. But now you don't I'm see, but what we're trying to explain to you, Chris, is yeah. there's, the, there's an opportunity here because a player is missing right, right. in a game that's going to more than likely where, te- first of all, te- Matt Ryan Fitzpatrick ain't going to run the damn ball anyway. I don't care if they have 50. Fitzmagic going to wing it. Well, that it's running game stinks less, anyway. It's one less person to wing it, too, with yeah. Deshaun Jackson out. He I agree with you. He can't throw every pass to Mike Evans. Yeah, no, so I the agree opportunity for Godwin to have that big week is there. I agree with you with the running game. First of all, the running game stinks in Tampa. First of all, and another thing is Patrick is not going to do even close to what he did week one. More than likely, he's going to throw three picks in this game, okay? Against they're playing the Eagles, okay? A really tough day. And here's the other thing. I know you said they didn't throw the tight ends, but maybe this is the week that O.J. Howard has six targets and Braid has four, and then it takes away from Godwin. I just don't trust the situation for We'll be here together on Sunday beginning at 1 p.m. East. We'll see how that one play out. 844-843-6879. Let's go to Tuna Cat in Washington State. Tuna Cat, what's cracking? (laughs) Oh, what's going on? Tuna Cat, what's up? You on campus, Tuna Cat? Can you hear me? No, yeah. I'm not on campus. Oh, he's in Washington State, not Washington, D.C. Okay, I see what you're saying. What's up, Tuna Cat? Why is your name Tuna Cat, son? <laughs> That's my handle. That's your handle. All right, cool. I'm down with that. How can we help you? Well, uh, for the tight end spot, I'm looking at Jimmy Grant. I picked up uh, Jonu Smith because Delaney Walker went down. Yeah. And I'm wondering who I should start. Jimmy Graham or John o. Smith. This is what it's come to for Jimmy Graham. When I begged no, y'all, when I begged y'all, when I begged, when I begged y'all not to draft Jimmy Graham. And now we get a question of Jimmy Graham or John o. Smith, who most people, 90% of the audience don't That's know. That's pretty incredible. How <laughs> we got to this. Jim, I'll let, you, I'll let you take this one, Jim. Hey, look, it really comes down to whether Rodgers is playing for me. If Rodgers is playing, I'm definitely starting Jimmy Graham. If Rodgers isn't playing, then I might take the sh- shot on Smith. I don't love it, but I might take that shot. Uh, look, I don't trust Deshaun Kaiser at all, uh, especially against this defense. So I can if the, if Kaiser is starting, I'm pretty much benching all my Green Bay players. And here's a little tidbit. George Kittle had nine targets, five for 90 against this Vikings defense. So... You know, you might want to start Jimmy. I would go Jimmy Graham over Jonas Switz because just you know he's the tight end and you know about him more. Like he's obviously more 
He has more of a pedigree. Like, uh, you can't trust John U. Smith and just throw him in the lineup right now. You can't trust Jimmy Graham either. <laughs> I'm telling you. I mean, you. I, I agree with you in, in some ways. But <laughs> you can't trust Jimmy Graham either. Um, there you go. Yeah, Tim. but Jimmy Graham has the upside that Janu Smith just doesn't have at this point. I and that, I agree and, with that, that. and that is true, too. 844-843-6879. Let's go to my man Jamarcus in Houston. Jamarcus, H-Town, Chuck, a deuce. What's good with you? What's happening, man? What's happening? I had a quick question. I'm over here struggling right now because of Sean McCoy laid a big goose egg. No, oh, uh, Sean McCoy this laid is a scary. goose egg in week one. I, I absolutely love LaShawn McCoy this week, though. Do you? Yes. Wow. I'm playing LaShawn McCoy over in all my over DFS. Huh? Over Isaiah Crowell? I would play LaShawn McCoy over Isaiah Crowell. Isaiah, LaShawn McCoy, first of all, let me tell you something. Buffalo is not as okay with Josh Allen. It looked horrible last week for Buffalo. Of Peterman. Now they're home, mm-hmm. a double-digit underdog at home versus a West Coast team flying across country good for point. a run o'clock start. I like the over, and I love Lashawn McCoy. That's this a week. good point. But the thing they're is, not with, a double-digit underdog. Not seven and a half points. Oh, seven. seven I thought it was ten and, and a half. My bad. Well, the thing about the Bills is that um, you know I, I just worry about this offense in general. Like, what if they just start? Like, like, they just get blown out. They could be a completely anemic, even with Allen. Like, I worry about that with McCoy. But I mean, it's hard to bench McCoy. It, well, it's hard to only, bench McCoy. The only positive I could take from that is, as at least with Josh Allen in the game, the defense has to give the receivers a little respect right. because they have to know that he can throw the ball down the field yeah. and way better than Nathan Peterman can. That's true. Uh, they, they didn't feel that that kind of worry at all last <laughs> week. They just put everybody in the box and said, you know, let's stop McCoy, and that's what they did. So I think this yeah. week we see a little bit of a change there. You know, McCoy is the kind of player that can usually make his own. Last week they just didn't get him. They were so anemic, the exactly. Game at all. And Allen can I run. that changes. Allen can run, which will also help the run game. Uh, and Allen has probably the best arm in the NFL. Who knows? So don't no, give up. I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> <laughs> Who? Star Shady this Yeah, week. I wouldn't give up on LaShawn McCoy yet. Yeah, not just okay. yet. If you get another week or two of him being totally anemic because this entire offense is anemic, then I'm going to be with you, and it's going to hurt my feelings because I love LaShawn McCoy. I do like Crowell, though, a little bit. I got Crow. I got, I'm jumping on the Crow show. I, 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 I trust Cora. I don't trust him. He had a great game last week yeah. with the two touchdowns. This week, I think he ends up with 60 yards and nothing. That's the thing. He doesn't catch passes, so it's like if he doesn't get the touchdown, probably a bad week. All right. Um, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. What are we doing this week, fellas, with Rex Burkhead? I don't know. What I'm I believe Sony Michelle is going watch- to be active this week, too. I- I'm watching other people start him against me because I-, I went – through and looked at it, and I have zero shares of Rex Burkett. Me too. I don't have Burkett anywhere. I don't have Burkett anywhere either. We're just and not on scares me. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy White or Isaiah Crowell? I like James Pro- White in this one. Uh, again, I, even with Michelle playing, he, he's not still 100%. Exactly. They'll probably ease him in a little bit because he hasn't had much work either. Uh, Burkhead is Burkhead. I, against this tough defense, I could definitely sing, see a lot of swing passes out to White in this one. I'm going to go Crowell. You're going to go Crowell over Crowell? Yeah. I think this game plays out to be a a game where Crowell gets a lot of touches, though. Jimmy White or TJ Yeldon? TJ Yeldon. I mean, this is it Fournette sitting? No, Fournette's Fournette's out. That's a a fact? I saw the latest news. No, no, no. I'm saying if Fournette is out. Yes, then I'm playing TJ Yeldon. Jim, same thing. Yeldon Yeldon over Jimmy White if, obviously, if Fournette is out? Yeah. Yeah, if he's out, then yeah, I, I agree. Mm-hmm. I'd probably go Yeldon. He gets a lot of work. He'll catch a few 
quite a few passes in this one. So, yeah, I think he gives you a little bit more upside because he'll also get goal line work. And volume, Ye- volume. Yeldon or carry on Johnson? Yeldon. Carry on Johnson. Yel- as long volume. as Fournette is out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah obviously. Talk Please, everybody, uh, understand that. And, of course, as we go towards the weekend, your lineups don't have to be set tonight, uh, uh, boys and girls. Uh, carry on Johnson or Philip Lindsay? Carry on. Carry on. Yep. All right. Car- I'm not sure we see the same thing from Lindsay this week that we did last week. Carry on or Tariq Cohen? Cohen. Cohen. I agree with that, too. Uh, go ahead. You want to say something, Jim? No, no, that's good. I, really, I, I just think Cohen's going to be highly involved in the passing game this week. I, I agree. I like Cohen a lot this week, too. Cohen or Duke Johnson? Cohen. Cohen. Uh, carry on. Duke, or, or, there's or too Duke. many mouths. You got good. I agree. Let's explain it a little bit. Good. Duke, look, I love Duke. And in the early preseason, before everything got going, when we started hearing about Gordon, I had a lot of shares of Duke. As soon as Gordon started coming back into the game, I started having less and less of Duke. I've been fading him ever since. Uh, They just have too many weapons now. Then they have another running back who can catch the ball as well as he can in Carlos Hyde. So I think it's really going to impact his value going forward. And you saw him get off to that slow start last week. I'm glad I didn't invest too heavily in Duke Johnson this year. Player that I've loved. In I the got past. one. But this is for one of my lineups. GST actually. All right. All right. So these are my three wide Julio Jones, Sammy Watkins, Amari Cooper, and I got Devin Funchess on the bench. Who's in your flex? Carlos Hyde and Dalvin Cook, Alex Collins on my RB one and two. I think that's the way it should go. Right? Watkins in? No, no. Watkins in? Oh, you said Watkins. Uh, I have Watkins in right yeah, now. So I was start Funchess over Watkins. Over Watkins. He, here's my problem. Yeah. Though. I have Funchess starting in two other leagues. Oh. So don't I want to hedge that matter. with a Watkins? You either, you why are you hedging in season long? Don't believe. I believe in Watkins, though. There's I no, believe in both of them. There's no yeah. reason to hedge well, in season long. I've been trying long. to tell you for a long time that was just a bad belief. I'm the only one left believing on this planet, I think. That, <laughs> <laughs> Watkins. This is true. <laughs> it used to be on board with that me. also <laughs> includes his quarterback and his coach. Uh, I, benched, I benched Duke Johnson this week. For Brandon Marshall. You know, I got this son of a gun, Philip Dorsett, on my bench. I cannot figure out a way to get him in this lineup. Maybe it's just, maybe it's, it's, it's for the best. It's for the best. It's for the best. It's for the best, yeah. Because I don't want him to. Uh, well, to if he does it. it again, then, you, then he's then going to find a way. He's going to be yeah. in play. There you go. Yeah. There you're right, Jim. Then I got to find a way. Um, I got a little sneaky uh, pickup for next week. Willie Sneed playing very good. He's out there on waiver wise. No doubt about I picked it. Picked him up and in you a few can, places. People got Friday night waivers. You can put a dollar on Sneed tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jim, plans for the weekend? Ah, uh, just football, guys. Uh, working on a new project that I've been kind of dealing with, and hopefully I get a lot of it done tomorrow. Nice, nice. nice. I got a wedding this weekend. Shout out to my boy James Capabianca. Uh, he's getting married. You know, Damn, that's a Brooklyn good name. Good luck, <laughs> James Capabianca. That is a Brooklyn name. We, we so. call him Cappy. <laughs> yeah, he plays softball with us. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I got a, I got that tonight. I'm gonna do some study and football work. Get ready because you know Saturday night I ain't gonna have the time. And then me and you are together here Sunday. Yep, they got calling so, games. So I'll be here Sunday morning, beginning at 10 a.m. East. Make sure you tune back in. Also tomorrow at 1 p.m. East. Uh, that won't be on the YouTube stream. That'll be on the app. Me and Joe Galena, Fantasy Jesus. Uh, Light weekend. Everybody, if you uh, enjoy college football tomorrow, enjoy the fight tomorrow night. You know what I'm saying? Goon Squad, let's click back up Sunday morning and get about our business of winning a fantasy football championship. But first, we got to win week two. Yeah, 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 One week yeah. at a time. Oh, One week last time. count. 93 likes, 8 dislikes. Don't ever, 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 ever come for us. <laughs>